Hello everyone, welcome to 10 Minute Country with me, James Dakin. At episode 44, behind the scenes of the CMA voting process. Yeah, hello everyone, welcome to the second in a row of a CMA-themed 10 Minute Country episodes. This week, uh, we're going to take you behind the scenes of the CMA voting process. I received my email as a first ever member this year for me of the CMA, and I received an email this week detailing the voting process and the timescale of it and the criterias that they use for that. So I thought I would share that with you um, and everyone can uh, see what it looks like and how transparent everything is. I'm also going to suggest a couple of changes to the CMA criteria and maybe even suggest a couple of extra categories that the CMA could bring in to reflect the more modern nature of country music and to reflect some of the changes that have happened in country music over the last five years or so that I think deserve to be recognised in the CMA award categories. There are three ballots. The first ballot is from July the 8th to the 17th. The second ballot is from August the 12th to the 20th. And then the final ballot is October the 1st to the 24th. And then the awards are early November. You can vote if you are a member of the CMA. I joined the CMA last year. Uh, on behalf of Lyric Magazine, because of my work that I do for Lyric. You can't just join because you feel like it, or because you're a fan. You have to be a musician, an artist, working in the industry somehow, um, journalist, PR. But I think there are about 7,000 plus members, and I might be wrong on that, there might be a few more now. But, uh, you know, you can't just pay the CMA money just because you like country music. So you have to have some purpose to join the CMA. And I joined via my work for Lyric Magazine last year. So I get to vote for the first time ever this year after watching the award ceremony for a good 20-odd years. So I'm quite excited about the whole thing. There are 12 categories, ranging from Entertainer of the Year right down to New Artist of the Year and everything in between. Entertainer of the Year. Won last year by Keith Urban, well deservedly in my uh, in my opinion. Entertainer of the Year is obviously the sort of the, the pinnacle uh, award that any musician can win. And uh, the criteria is thus. The award is for the act displaying the greatest competence in all aspects of the entertainment field. The voter should give consideration not only to the recorded performances, but also to the in-person performance, staging, public acceptance, attitude, leadership and overall contribution to the country music image. I think that's uh, a really wide-ranging and um, you know very pertinent award to give. So the Entertainer of the Year isn't just somebody who gets up on stage and does great live shows. It's almost like uh, it's an award for the person who best represents country music in that particular year. So you can see why Keith Urban won it last year. And you can also possibly see why a lot of people have felt for the last couple of years that Eric Church um, deserved the award but didn't win. And it may not be, um, you know, for his lack of effort in live shows, but it may be for more, uh, if you look at these criteria of public acceptance, attitude, leadership. Because Eric is a maverick, 
doesn't you play by the same rules that some of the other Nashville recording artists do and it may be in those areas that people are not voting for him maybe. There's often some confusion between single of the year and song of the year, so I'm going to clear that up now. Single of the year's definition is as follows. The award goes to the artist, the producer and the mix engineer, individual tracks only. Category includes both digital releases as well as physical physical releases. The track must have reached the top 50 in Billboard's Country Airplay chart or the Hot Country Songs chart or the Country Aircheck chart. Uh, during the eligibility period. The song of the year, however, this goes to the songwriter and is for an artistic achievement in songwriting. Interestingly, it also says um, that the winner for the previous year is ineligible for nomination the year after. Didn't know that one about uh, song of the year. So they like to reward different songwriters each year. So the single of the year goes to the artist, the producer and the mix engineer. The song of the year is is an artistic writing achievement award. And again, there's sometimes confusion between vocal group of the year and vocal duo of the year. Obviously, duo of the year goes to two people. It says a duo is defined as an act um, comprised of two people, both of whom normally perform together and neither of whom is known primarily as an individual performing artist. So people like Brooks and Dunn are eligible for the duos, Big and Rich, that sort of thing. Sugarland is an interesting one because when will Jennifer and Christian become known for their individual performances rather than performing together as Sugarland? They must be on the cusp of that now. They've both just released new EPs. Does that mean that Sugarland will soon be ineligible for the Vocal Duo of the Year award? For the vocal group of the year, it says a group is defined as an act comprised of three or more people, all of whom normally perform together and none of whom is known primarily for their work as an individual performing artist. So that's the, def- that's the differences between vocal group and um, vocal duo. Fairly clear, I think. Then we have the musical event of the year. Uh, it says this award goes to each artist and producer. An event is dis- defined as a collaboration of two or more people. Either or all are known primarily as country music artists. They must have performed together as a unit on a country single or a country album, initially released domestically during the eligibility period. So that's what an event is. It's usually a sort of a duet, but it can be... Uh, a performance, although it does say live performance events and background vocals are not eligible. So musical event is basically a a collaboration. A lot of the other um, awards are sort of self-explanatory for me. And uh, there's a lot of policies and procedures that the CMA have, the T's and C's at the bottom of the webpage, all about the fact that you're not allowed to solicit during this period. And it's quite a strict process and it's very open and transparent. Um, and handled very professionally. So, I, you know, I have a lot of trust in the process itself. Um, and uh, the CMA have obviously got very strict guidelines as to the behaviour of CMA members and the behaviour of the artists themselves during this voting period. What I would like to propose, however, is that I think the awards uh, categories, which currently stand at 12, 
could be widened by a, a couple to reflect um, some of the changes that have happened in Nashville and the recording industry over the last couple of years. And the first change that I would like to propose is that I think there should be an award for Best EP. Because the, the recording industry is moving away from albums these days. I know Thomas Rhett has just released Centerpoint Road, which is a massive 16-track album. And uh, Aaron Watson is releasing Red Bandana this Friday, the um, 21st of June, which has got 20 songs on it. But generally, music insiders and industry people are trying to encourage artists to stop making albums. Blake Shelton has recently declared that he'll never make an album again and just release, you know, individual singles. Jennifer Nettles and Christian Bush have just released five, six-track EPs rather than putting a full album out there. And the, and the reason that uh, a lot of artists and insiders are moving away from albums is actually worth a podcast um, all of its own. But... This move towards single releases, four, five, six track EPs, I definitely think should be reflected uh, in the CMA awards going forward. You could have best EP of the year uh, and make the criteria that it's got to have five or less songs on it um, to, to feature in that particular nomination or in that particular category. This might also widen the parameters of the people that could get involved. It might even end up involving unsigned artists, um, you know, and artists right at the beginning of their career. And, you know, I know the CMA are very interested in developing new talent. Um, and this would work. Uh, an EP of the year category would also, you know, benefit people who are already established in the industry, like Jennifer Nettles and Christian Bush, but might also benefit people who haven't got a recording contract and have put a self-financed EP out there if you, you know, made the the parameters wide enough. The other change I'd like to see is uh, best guitarist of the year. You know, there is a category for best musician of the year already there and this says this award goes to the musician. The award is um, for a musician known primarily as an instrumental performer. And in order to qualify, a musician must have played on any combination of five albums or singles that have appeared in the top ten of the country album or singles charts in that particular year. That's a big ask, isn't it? You've got to feature on five albums or singles in one particular year to be considered to be best musician. Why not also have the best guitarist? You know, the guitars... Uh, have become such uh, a feature of country music these days. And we are beginning to see, you know, more guitarists coming through. Previously, people like Brad Paisley have been renowned for their guitar skills, but, you know, John Osborne is such a wonderful guitarist. Lindsay L can play the hell out of uh, anything with strings uh, and would deserve some recognition. And I'm wondering whether the time is right to, you know, widen that Musician of the Year award to Musician of the Year and Best Guitarist of the Year. Those would be a, a couple of immediate changes that I would that I would sort of bring in to reflect uh, the more modern outlook of country music these days. Um, and I know the CMA like to stay abreast of these things. So that, that would be my suggestion. What suggestions have you got um, that could improve or widen um, the the categories that the CMA currently um, reward for country music. There are 12. I'm proposing that they increase it to 14. If you've got any ideas, you know, email me. Uh, hit me up on Twitter 
at Rock James. Uh, I'm on Instagram at Dakin underscore James. Let me know what you think about the current state of the CMA Awards and um, how we could improve them going forward. Thanks for listening to this week's 10 Minute Country. I've been James Dakin and uh, have a great week, everyone.